Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the show. We are live here in Bellevue. Actually, I'm out of the dining room. Um, now can drive on the freeway to... That's two weeks in a row. Two weeks back in a row, back. Benny. So I get to sit across from Benny, which is, makes it so much easier. I mean, we can make eye contact on on uh, Zoom that we were doing. You know doing. we do. Right. Flash, but, you know, flash. Benny was flash, like flash, answering flash. calls and running around and Courtney and I you know, drove into the studio, and so she gets to sit into the in the soundproof booth. Because I said I had enough of that. Yeah, you said you had enough. He's got to be back. Right, so we're back. back. We're back on the air in the mm-hmm. studio. And it is kind of surreal, though. You walk into the building, no one's here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I've been dealing with for the last, yeah, what, like uh, months. 13 weeks? Yeah, yeah, a long time. And, Perfect. you know, we, we usually take the stairs when we come, and I usually try to jog them a little mm-hmm. bit. With a mask on, it's really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was ha- I had a hard time breathing, actually. So we're building up your lung capacity, definitely, your tolerance. Definitely, yeah, okay, definitely, so we're yeah. doing a good thing, then. You are. You're okay. doing a great thing. But I think I'll be walking up the steps in the future. <laughs> A little fast clip, but I'm not going to try to run them or jog them with a mask on. <laughs> swiftly take it out, maybe floor by floor. Run one, walk one. Yeah, run that's one, an idea. Yeah, one. that's an idea. But I was definitely out of breath when I got <laughs> onto the fifth floor. I'm like, um, and I'm usually a little, you know, like you, you want to be able to be a little. So I'm secretly training you then for something, perhaps. <laughs> oh, right. I like don't know, maybe. Or yeah, something? and then wow. you're be like, wow, this. 26 miles and whatever is going by <laughs> fast. Wow. Records are being broken by Marie. Oh, my God. Those kind of crazy, things. Crazy, right. crazy. Uh, you know, one of the things we get to do here on the show is interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. And today is one of those mm-hmm. lovely, wonderful days. We're going to interview Raquel Cohen. She's the author mm-hmm. of Infinite Succulent. She actually has a wonderful company where she makes and creates succulent art. And she wrote a beautiful book on how to do it. But on top of that, she's an environmentalist and loves nature. Um, so uh, Ra- Raquel is a creator and the owner of Infinite Succulent, a botanical styling environmental educational service based in San Diego, dedicated to reconnecting us all to the, the infinite power of nature and our own creativity, which is very exciting. Through her planned, planted art in styling services, workshops, and writing, Raquel shall, shares her passion for getting intimate and creative with nature in a sustainable and respectful way. Raquel is an experienced environmental educator with a master's in marine biodiversity, that sounds so interesting, and conservation from the Scripps Institute of Oceanography. Welcome to the show, Raquel. Oh my goodness, what an honor it is to be here with you. (laughs) Well, it's mutual. It's very, very mutual. And I love your book, by the way. I I got so many ideas when I was reading it. I, I mean... In the book, for those that are listening, she shows you, Raquel will show you, how to make art with succulents. And even, I never even thought about putting in a bridal bouquet or, you know, just in a party atmosphere with your flowers. I'm going to be redressing the pots on my patio in the front. Like, I'm very inspired by um, your suggestions and your creative presence regarding nature. Oh, thank you so much. I wish you could see the smile on my face right now. <laughs> um, 
because that is part of why I feel like I'm here is to inspire people to connect to with nature and Right. Well, and some of your past roles have been educator of institutions like the Mont- Monterey Bay Aquarium, the San Diego Zoo, Sea Life Park Hawaii, and New, Le- New England Aquarium. Where's the New England Aquarium? Did oh, we, lose we lost you. Oh, no. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. She was just so shocked She's... by the amazement that she had from us, I think. We will get her back on. Okay. Um, let me run in the other room, and I'll help Courtney out for okay. just a second. So we'll get Raquel yep. back on. Um, and maybe I'll just talk about, uh, before we talk about beautiful succulents and gorgeous. Oh, she, ha- Courtney has her, oh, I, I think. Her. Oh, we got her. We got her. It's live radio at its finest. Okay. She's calling yeah. back. I think we got her back. <laughs> Let's switch her over. Here. Hi. Yay. Yay. I, I have all bars. I don't know what happened. All of a sudden, it's like, boop, boop, You know, it just can happen. You, you have know, so much power. We're, we're in an eclipse. Yes, that's true. But we're also in an eclipse energy, right? We had a Ooh, major yes, eclipse are. on the 5th. And we're having one on the 20th, I think it is. Um, you know, so we're, we're like sandwiched in between powerful eclipses right now, which is very, very interesting. So where is the New England Aquarium? I'm in New England? I mean, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, Boston. Oh, Boston. wow. That must, that must be a huge aquarium. It is right there on the harbor, and it's huh. a pretty good size. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. It's been years. <laughs> yeah, I there, know, because those, those were your former educational, you know, days, and now you focus on really helping humanity feel the beauty of nature and to be inspired by nature and to be creative with nature and to be friends with nature and and to let nature heal all of us right yes yes you know it's interesting being that I have such a background in environmental education and ever since I was a little kid I went to nature to feel connected and to feel good but when I started getting into environmental environmental education while I loved it and I was so inspired and passionate about of what I was doing and teaching I also was dealing with a lot of depression yeah. and a lot of fear yeah a lot of fear yeah because I was learning about stuff that made me feel as though we were doing more damage than we could rectify mm-hmm. and that didn't sit well with me <laughs> mm-hmm. and, it, and of course there's truth to that but the reality is, is that species do change, that they have to adapt to the environment. You know, the planet has the planet already, you know, killed everything on it before man was even here once that we know of for sure. So we don't know all the times that the entire planet has changed costumes and changed its environmental, you know, chemistry. So, yeah. so recognizing that, did that help you or how did you make that shift from not being so upset by the loss of certain species of plants and you animals. Know, yeah. You know what it was? No. The plants. The oh, plants started they coming told to you? Yeah. Aww. Yeah. The plants started coming in strong. Like before, before I was really into the plants, I was way into what we call charismatic megafauna. <laughs> like the big animal dolphins. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. Right? They Best like energy. Everything for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and I also, ever since I was a little kid, I was obsessed. I think I've told you, like, they for sure are guides for me. And I, I honestly believe that I've been a dolphin more often than I've been a human in terms you. of my past I believe you. I, I completely believe you. I mean, I want to be a dolphin. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, sounds like fun. I want to be a dolphin too, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go be dolphins. You guys dolphins. have your own little pod already exactly, set up, right? Exactly, right? That's, that's yeah. Totally. And, and because we've been humans so many times, we know the safe waters and, you know, we'll talk to all of our mammal friends or 
non-mammal and have them swim in the safe waters. Yeah. So, and I surf too. So I'm oh, like well, the best waves. And- right. Well, you live in one of the best parts of the country to surf. Yeah. You know, San Diego's gorgeous. So uh, I love it here. So when did that happen? When did the plant say, babe, stop worrying? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they first came to me during my first pregnancy. And that's when I started mm. kind of getting some house plants and actually being able to keep them alive. <laughs> um, so that was exciting. But it was after about 10 months after the birth of my second child mm-hmm. where I, I started getting really, really bad anxiety and depression, and then insomnia, like really terrible insomnia, where every night when I try to go to sleep, I'd be laying in bed having a panic attack, and I'd be getting like two hours of sleep a night, and I had a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and like that's that's just dangerous, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a terrible feeling. It's a really bad feeling. I know that feeling. Yeah, it's not fun. Yeah, and it was Mm -hmm. one of those things where at the time, there wasn't any one thing that I could like say, this is what's bothering me. It was just this overall feeling of just fear. Like I just felt this irrational fear and I knew it was irrational, mm-hmm. but my brain was spiraling and I found a therapist who was amazing and she is oh. sensitive to energy. Oh. And she saw that I was stuck, that energetically, like basically all the energy was stuck in my brain. As you talk so often about Marie, where we just, we don't use the brain the way we're supposed to as a tool, right? right. We just put all the energy in there and everything then there. our brain doesn't know what to do with it and it's it tired what it's supposed to do and it <laughs> ruminates, you know yeah so I she said you got to find some kind of creative outlet and I was always mm. enamored with succulents ever since I moved to California well, those just so jade cute. plants when your grandfather you write about it so eloquently yes. in your book you know that you just you. fell in love with your grandpa's jade plant and you could stare at it for hours right? I would play with it well and so I started making this art during my kids afternoon nap Mm. and my brain went quiet Marie like wow in a way that you know the talk therapy wasn't that you know the medication they had given me at that time wasn't (laughs) nothing was allowing me to quiet my mind but I would get outside and I'd start working with these plants and the soil and stones and I started incorporating crystals in there too and I and thank you um, you sent me the most beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. It's a quartz crystal, and in, and it's there's a piece of it's carved out, and a beautiful succulent rests in it. It's stunning. It's so pretty. Thank you. Thank you so I much. love making those. Oh, those they are gorgeous. Are, like, what a great gift I, idea. Um, d- despite having it all over your house, you're having nature and <laughs> you know the and nature. You know, it's just beautiful. So, so you yeah. started doing this art during the kids' naps, and everything started to change for you. It did. It did. Well, at first, first it started just quieting my mind, which is the exact medicine I needed in that moment. You know, mm-hmm. I was in, I was in distress, mm-hmm. and the plants came in as the medicine I needed to to calm that. And then from there, it just grew and grew, and the plants have taken me now on a journey of coming back into spirituality meditating they have taken me into this path of energy work as well where I actually utilize the plants wow the treatment and helping people release energy and kind of re-energize the chakras as well okay I just had a okay now I can see my treatment room is going to have to be completely uh I'm going to be getting lots of crisp more crystals and putting plants on them (laughs) 
or in them or something. Yeah, the succulents are so amazing, so adaptable. You write about this a lot in your book, too, and how to care for them and how to, you know, take from them and let them continue to multiply, which is really beautiful. Excellent advice and what plants are the best and which ones you don't want to have around pets or children. And it's just chock full of so much information. But what I love about them is that they, they proliferate so well. And Mm -hmm. they kind of hold your garden together, you know, like they grow in every nook and cranny. At least I I planted some succulents um, a few years ago when I moved and they've just grown in all the rockery and it just looks gorgeous. It's it's vibrant. There's a vibrancy to these plants. They're just amazing. Yeah, I I completely agree with you. I think that's what I picked up on them as well. they have such resiliency and they just have such a will to live. And I think that, I think that we, we really get that from them. I think humans pick up on that energy that they put out, which is like, spread and live and be joyful. Right. <laughs> right. So you have this, you know, cathartic moment with some beautiful plants and then you got this inspiration to, well, you, you call it an obsession a few times in your book. Um, but this inspiration to create this beautiful art and then write about it and teach people about it. Um, it's really remarkable how, if we can get out of our minds, we can really become inspired and find natural attributes that we have inside of ourselves, natural gifts and talents that we can even monetize. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And I think in some ways that's more how it's supposed to be, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think we're actually supposed to be following our innate curiosity and mm-hmm. our innate passion and then figuring out how, because that's the gift that we have to give to the world. Like the right. thing that sticks to our interest is what we have within us to, to provide in some ways. Um, so I think if we're, if we can learn to, to silence the mind, start following those cues, mm-hmm. then like, as you say, a whole new world opens up for us. Right. Right. And that's exactly what happened to you. Yeah. I think in some ways it still is. Like, I, yes. I still feel like I am on this journey with the plants and they're taking me through still a very much of a healing journey as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that will ever end. <laughs> I think that's a really beautiful way to describe it, because when you find passion in your life and everyone has passion and inspiration and talent inside of them, every person, when you discover that and, and you're so correct in that it just keeps growing and expanding and you discover other things that maybe aren't even completely related but they are you know they have their tendrils if you will that are growing into other aspects of yourself but yeah once you make that initial kind of discovery about something that is so dear to your being and you practice it and you allow yourself to connect with it on a regular basis you just continue to flourish and grow it's amazing it's amazing and I think that's one of the things with the plants and taught me so beautifully is, you know, at a time when I wasn't really allowing myself to feel the wellness mm-hmm. that is flowing to the world. I wasn't really allowing myself to receive the goodness and the joy that exists. The plants were reminding me of, you know, look at this present moment right now, what you're doing. Like, look at the beauty of this plant. Look at how when you clip it and then you put it in this beautiful bowl and check on it in a couple of weeks, it's grown roots and it's going to thrive. Like, that's Yay. wellness. That's life. That's creation. That's what's around you at all times. And sometimes we forget. And the plants always remind me. And this is such a perfect time 
in world history for everyone to reconnect to something like that, like plants, especially in North America, we're in our spring season, moving into summer. It's a perfect time to be gardening or, mm-hmm. you know, spending time with nature and, and to give, to re- help to relieve people of the stress and anxiety they may be feeling from all the circumstances that have been occurring since basically the beginning of this year. Um, such a wonderful yeah. opportunity. And what I like about succulents too, is you can work with them anywhere, indoors, outdoors. You know, if it's, if you're, if you don't like the rain and I love to garden in the rain, not pour down rain, but the, but you know, I, like I, the misty, yes, the misty rain. because yeah. everything's, yeah. it's so much easier to weed, you know, everything's <laughs> yeah. more mobile and it feels so fresh and nobody else is out there, you know, so um, and the plants perk up. They I do. Feel like they're, like, they're even, they feel, I mean, they always feel very alive, but they feel even more uh, communicative in some ways. Maybe that's why I like it. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're, they're, you're right. They're communicating better. And don't yeah. you think when you're working with plants too, you can hear your higher self so much better? Yes. Your inner wisdom, yeah. that thing that's going to answer any situation that you have going on or even future things that you, would love to experience or create, you're going to get those answers when you're in that space. Yeah, I completely agree. And once, you know, the energy side of it really started to come in for me when I was working with the plants, when I realized that I was starting to feel their energy mm-hmm. when I was working with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed often I would have a little bowl of water as I was creating art because as I was, you know, unplanting some of the plants, I noticed their roots were really dry, and so I'd like to give them a little drink before I replanted them. Little drink. So cute. Yeah, so I would just, like, take the whole little plant and take the root ball and stick it in the bowl of water and swirl it a couple times. And I started to realize I could feel in my hand when the plant would start drinking. Wow. Like, I could feel the energy start pulsing from the plant up into my hand, up my wrist, up my arm. Wow. So I could actually tell when the plant was starting to take in the water so I knew okay that's enough let's put you wow. in the and, and that's and very that, important to be a good gardener you know it's not to over water over fertilize over or under you know like yeah that's really amazing that's a excellent gift and that was so amazing to me that's how they kind of inspired me to start studying energy a little bit when I started noticing that I could feel that and then I started going on walks and I started noticing that trees were calling to me <laughs> They love you. I love them. I actually remembered. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing a book right now, and as yes. I'm writing it, I, I was taken back to childhood, and I actually remembered very clearly some of my closest first friends were trees in my neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> well, they're the best friends, and they're so wise. I mean, they always have, give great so advice. Wise. Trees do. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, well, re- and I go ahead, please. Oh, I was just say I was going to say that I, I remember through this process, it kind of has brought back a bit of my inner child because I remember that as a kid, I was very friendly with plants. Like mm-hmm. I played with them. I would make tents underneath them. I had a honeysuckle bush that was my clubhouse <laughs> behind it. Like these were Aww. big memories for me were these plants. And I, I kind Aww. of forgot about that for a long period. And so coming back to plants is really empowered me in so many ways and also inspired me to expand at a time when I felt very, very constricted. Right. And, and that's another reason why I really wanted to have this conversation with you today, because so many people are having challenges or difficulties or they're scared, even if their life is perfectly fine and normal, um, they're scared or worried and they're not sure what to do and they have lost faith, 
you know, faith maybe in our government, which is understandable, yeah, you know, yeah. and, 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 and they really, that's not good for their immune system. That's not good for their family. That's not good for the community. First and foremost, it's not good for them. And so if they could just connect with plants and spend some time and do a little bit of gardening and, or walk out in nature regularly, you know, like yeah. every single day, um, it, it could be so inspiring for them too to reconnect and start to hear voices that remind them just like I loved how the plant saved you from feeling so horrified by what was happening with the environment and of course we do need to be responsible I mean clearly right yeah. like like right now the environment is winning I heard a client say to me she wishes that we would go on pause every year for a couple months and everyone would yeah. just stay home and I mean what a great idea no traffic yeah none of the kids go to school just do online classes i mean how look how how things change in such a short period of time globally from just having yeah. humans stay indoors yeah i think there's so many things that this covid experience has kind of awakened within us in terms of our relationship with nature um i believe that the virus came from nature it oh, came yes. from of course. mother earth it, right. it came from the way that we're treating the earth with you know, the way we're using wild animals and things like that. Right. Um, and I think it, it came as a way to also show us that what we do to the earth, we do to ourselves, which I think is really important for us to really know, like fully know in our entire wow. being. That we're so not, we're profound. not separate from this planet we live on. Right. Of course. But how profound is that? Like, you know, the people, a lot of people who mistreat the planet or wild animals or whatnot, they don't even take that into consideration, you know, that, that whatever happens in that relationship is going to happen to them, right? To all of us. Right. Yeah, that's, right. that's fascinating. I, th- I think that's fascinating. That's and I think really it's part of what we're dealing with as a collective when we look, and I'm sure you can speak to this even more than I can, Marie, with your patients, but when we look at some of the issues with, you know, autoimmune issues, chronic mm-hmm. disease, cancers, um, mental health issues, like I believe, and I know there's a lot of other scientists, doctors, and and therapists out there who are of the same opinion, um, that much of it is related to the disconnection we have from from our home itself, from the earth. Right. Um, And this belief that, that, you know, we're each an individual separate from one another and separate from this planet. And so I really do believe that the way that we treat ourselves shows up in the way we treat our earth and the way that we treat our earth shows up in the way we treat ourselves. (laughs) I think that's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. That's really, really quite beautiful and amazing. And, and so right now we're on pause while the pause is starting to lift, obviously in certain parts of the country or the world, but we're still at a slower pace and we have this incredible opportunity to spend time with ourselves, to rest, to reboot, allow the universe to reboot. I think a lot of this is happening, too, because we're about to step into the authentic Aquarian age that's happening at the end of the year, right, in December, moving into January. And the Aquarian age is all about humanity. It's about Mm -hmm. compassion. And um, and I so look forward to that. I know. Me, too. Well, you can feel it already happening. I mean, there's so many weird things that I'm like, really, they had these types of flags because I don't even want to say the word, you know, in in all these different kind of uh, institutions I'm like why <laughs> you know like I don't even know they they ha- were flying these types of flags that now they're saying we're not going to I'm like well yeah of course not <laughs> I mean nobody should fly those flags so things yeah. that are obvious to probably a large percentage of the 
population are becoming obvious to other people who were actually kind of ignorant in a way to yeah. what is affecting the mentality of everyone, you know, which then affects yeah. nature and how we communicate with nature and how we respect it and how we love it has a lot to do with how we love and respect each other. Yeah. And also the way that we, the way that we treat each other and the way that we treat nature. I mean, it, it I, I'm a big believer that environmental justice is social justice because yeah. when you look at the places where, you know, people have to live in too close proximity to some of the, the detrimental things we're doing, industrial waste, you know, um, right. bus depots, things like that. It, it right. comes down to issues of race and class, and it's, it's, and it's been this way for a long time. And, and it, I think it's important that we recognize that and that we see it and that we learn to rectify it and talk about it. And, and re- I think, you know, it's interesting, 2020, we talk about clear vision, right? 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> and I think this year, I'm actually reading a quote. I think it was a quote from Zora Neale Hurston yesterday that I was reading, and it said, some years are about asking questions, and some years are about answering questions. Wow. <laughs> so I think 2020 is definitely an asking questions year, and I'm really hopeful that 2021 is going to be the answering questions year. <laughs> right. Right. Well, it's fascinating. And I love that we're so blessed to have an abundant nature in the world still that can love us and care for us and remind us of our authenticity and inspire us um, to be the beings that we are truly meant to be, that we truly, truly are. And I love this book, um, Infinite Succulent. For those of you who haven't read it, it's fabulous. It's a wonderful gift book, too. I mean, it's it's so fun. Right. Um, Mm. So fun and so many activities that you can do now just to help yourself relax and get out of your head and be prepared for all the answers that are coming next year. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And to connect connecting with your own creativity. And you know, Marie, I wanted to tell you something. Yes. Um, I was in your We Got This class. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. I love Love online teaching. That is just so fun. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So fun. And so I've learned so much. But our last class, someone had asked a question about the the heart chakra and the Mm -hmm. color green. Mm -hmm. And I had an intuitive hit that came in when that question was asked. And I wanted to share it with you because I think you would like it. Yes. (laughs) So I believe that the heart chakra is the color green because of plants. Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, the heart chakra governs our lungs, correct? Yes, yes. And the lungs are how we breathe, and right. plants produce the oxygen we breathe. Right. Yeah. So I believe that every single plant connects immediately to our heart chakra. I believe that they, different plants can connect to different chakras as well, but I believe that every plant can help us connect back into I our heart I agree 100%. Green is the healthiest color on the planet. It just is. Um, it's the, the most powerful color on the planet actually but yes i agree 1000 percent. and if people want to find out more about you they can go to www.infinitesucculent.com how else do you want them to get to know you more well i share most of my what i call plant wisdoms <laughs> on uh, instagram yeah i follow Infinite you Succulent. yes, yes. Um, so i'm there and then i'm a little bit on pinterest i just started a youtube channel but i don't have much on there yet, but there will be more, um, more coming. And I'm, I'm working on another book right now as well. So, well, we can't wait to read that book. I'll interview you when that gets published and we can share it with our listeners. Oh, amazing. Marie, I adore you. Thank you so much for the beauty and 
and for just amazing information you provide to the world. Oh. You are medicine. And Thank I love you. you. So are you. I love you too. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I hope you have a wonderful surfing day in San Diego. And as I garden this weekend, I will absolutely be thinking of you. Oh, me too. I'll be thinking of you too, Marie. All right. So well, much love. Thank you. Have a gorgeous day. Yeah, thanks, Raquel, so much for joining the show. And uh, that leaves the line opens now, 877-825-8828 for the Marie Manuteri Show for the second half of the show. And we'll uh, be right back with more from Marie after the short break. I went to a garden party to reminisce with my old friends chance to share old memories and play our songs again. Hello, this is Marie Manucheri, and I'm thrilled to be offering my very first psychic coaching program beginning this fall, September 9th through December 2nd. We will meet every Wednesday for an hour and 15 minutes. This is a small group. 26 individuals learning how to truly understand their own psychic abilities and how to use them in the world. We will cover topics like communicating as a medium, communicating with your spirit guides, really learning to understand, are you a clairvoyant, a clairaudient, or a clairsentient people, or a couple of those things combined. Please join me for my very first online psychic coaching program coming very soon in September. For more information, Visit energyintuitive.com. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Have something important to say? Want to help improve our world? Need to promote your business uniquely and effectively? KKNW is the answer. Our staff helps broadcasters and podcasters create professional-sounding audio. Bring your talent and let our experts help you craft a radio show or podcast that best delivers your message. Learn more at 1150kknw.com. That's 1150kknw.com. KKNW, talk variety that's live and local. Get your daily dose of variety. Alternative Talk, 1150. Make you promises, Welcome back to Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are live here in Bellevue with Vinny and Courtney, which is very exciting. And uh, we have callers. We are right? feeling it. We're, we we're feeling, feeling it. Okay. So who do we have? Yeah, we'll start things off with Lindsay calling in from the Bay Area. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What can I do for you? 
Well, first of all, Marie, thank you for everything you do. Um, listening to your podcast and doing nothing else but listening to it is totally my version of self-care. So. Oh, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. It's, it's my pleasure. I'm um, so glad it's helpful. So this is kind of weird, um, but I got a call on, I guess it was Wednesday morning. Um, my mom called me at like 2 a.m. and had woken herself up with what she described as a blood-curdling guttural scream. From herself? And from, like, she was asleep and, like, woke herself up from yeah. this scream. And, and she mm-hmm. couldn't remember, like, having a bad dream or anything. And we were just kind of chit-chatting to distract her. And she started telling me that she was starting to hear, um, like, a faraway music. Mm. And she couldn't describe what it was or, like, but it sounded almost choral-like. Um, mm-hmm. And she's she's described it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she felt like her bed was, like, shaking a little bit, which I have also felt like sitting on her bed. It's almost like a bus drove by or something and it's, it's yeah. so subtle, but yeah. like I, I felt it too. And it, and it's real. Um, and, and I've always felt like there was just some kind of energy, like outside of her room, almost like peering in and it's never felt like positive or negative kind uh-huh. of neutral, but it felt like something is there. And this experience, this experience that she had um, was just kind of unjarring um, or jarring. And I'm just wondering if you had any insight. I do. I have some insight. Uh, Does your mom live alone? Yes. I don't think she's happy. I don't think she likes living alone. I think she's very lonely. Um, I mean, she's, she's a lovely human being and she does all the right things, but she's, it's hard for her to be alone. She doesn't like it. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. She knows that. All right. So she needs to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like get a roommate or start, you know, meeting people or dating or move. Cl- How far away does she live from you? Uh, she's in Seattle. And and you're in California, right? So Yeah. Or then she needs to move to California. You know, she needs to make some transitions. So I don't think this has anything to do with going, what's going on outside. Um. I think this has everything to do with herself. And your, your mom's the type of person who, because she's such an, like an internal perfectionist. You know, she likes everything kind of perfect. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> and so she doesn't give herself that opportunity to really question her own needs or, you know, admit to, well, obviously she has admitted that she's lonely, but she's not doing anything about it. But I, I think that scream comes from her own sadness and for some people who live alone and now the world is so quiet it actually has kind of a I think a slightly negative effect on them like for someone like myself it's made me happier (laughs) I just Mm -hmm. like the world quiet but for someone like your mother it makes that loneliness even stronger for her she's not having her normal you know connection and activities with someone just getting out of the house and you know, doing normal activities, especially in Seattle, we're pretty slow to come back to life here. So yeah. um, I, I recommend that she's get some, uh, get a roommate, meet some no, new friends as soon as she can, or move closer to you. Okay. Unless you guys are planning to move to Seattle. Yeah, not yet. Okay. She would love it. Yeah, she would love that. Or maybe she can join some groups, you know, or start to take some classes. Or and, and I know right now we can't do a lot of that type of socializing. But she could certainly do some online. Maybe an online book club would be fun. But she's really lonely, your mom. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she certainly is. Yeah. Um, and, and all those things are, are definitely true. Um, and I hear what you're saying that it's maybe coming from. It's internal. from within. I don't feel a weird okay. energy. I mean, I, I get you what don't. you're No, uh-uh, I okay, don't. Okay, good. Mm-mm. I don't, I don't think there's anything energetically outwardly affecting her. I think her energy inside her body is uncomfortable. It's not okay. at peace because she's not listening to herself or making choices that would be in her best interest. Okay. That's what I think. Um, yeah. And it was interesting. We, we talked for almost two and a half hours Aww. that night or that morning. And I looked at the phone and right as we hung up, the, the time was her birthday. Oh, wow. Um, beautiful. Which felt so weird. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I think that's the universe going, good talk. Great job. Yeah. And that's, again, what she needed, that connection. She needs that connection and she needs more than talking, which is lovely. She needs touch. Your mom's mm-hmm. so lonely, but she's the only one who can really correct this. She's an adult. Mm-hmm. She has to figure that out, admit that that's an issue for her, which it sounds like she has, but actually do something about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, so that's that's what I what I say. OK. OK. All right. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. Bye bye. Yeah, Thanks, Lindsay, for joining us. Uh, that's what we do here is having good talk from you, Marie, oh, to all of our listeners. You. So we got to keep My that pleasure. up. Yeah. So uh, 877-825-8828 is the number for the show, the Marie Manucherry Show, if you're just tuning in. We'll take now Bella calling in from Redmond. Hi, Bella. Hi. Um, thanks so much for taking my call. Of um, course, Bella. What can I do so for I've you? I've really been enjoying the tools that you've been sharing on the show and um, on YouTube, and I took one of your classes. Oh, and thank you. Yeah, they're really helpful. One of the things that I just wanted to ask you for a little bit of tune-up or clarification on is, what am I really feeling? Um, <laughs> so that's the one thing. I feel like I might be a little bit blocked when I get in my second chakra. And, yeah. Um, so yeah, because I need to make some decisions. It would be Ooh. great if I could tap into it. Right. Well, you know, you have a very busy mind. It's very quick mm-hmm. and fast, and you're smart, which is it's lovely to be a smart person. But when when smart people don't know how to detach from their brain, it can be a little bit more challenging. Let's say, right? Okay. Um, and I drew out your energy very quickly, and the only place you have a leak is your second chakra. Since it's hard for you, you've taken classes, and it's challenging to get into that emotional body for you for your from your second chakra try resting in your feet you might need to be further away from your brain and remember <laughs> really remember real feelings are always calm they're not nervous there's no anxiety there's no fear even if the feeling is saying hey it, you know quit your job you know or whatever it's it's there's no fear or anxiety associated with any authentic emotion only mind made emotions express fear and anxiety from the ego because they're not authentic they're they're driven by thoughts not real feelings if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah so when um when i start getting in touch with it i'm starting with the feed and getting um getting there what do i expect is, is it going to be a knowing it's going to be a feeling like i'm just not really sure great what question the answers are be. great question so the reason why we, you know, I suggest that people rest outside of their head and in these various parts of like from the hips on down kind of space is because we really are wanting to connect to the second layer of the auric field. That's where your real emotions are. They're outside of your body. They're about a foot and a half away from your physical form. And when you move into the emotional body, you begin to have multisensory experiences. So it may feel like your hands, if they're resting on your abdomen, like I usually recommend, 
you might feel like your hands are sinking into your skin. You might begin to see flashing lights in your forehead. You might feel warmth all over your body and there's no external heat source. So you'll have a multi-sensory experience first. That'll be the first thing. And that's when you want to ask the question. Once you've had a multi-sensory awareness, which is happening all the time, but we usually are blind to the multi-sensory world because we're in our brain trying to analyze things from a logical perspective. Once you get there, you have that sensation, then ask, what am I really feeling? And what will happen is you will have an awareness. It could be something you see. It could be something you feel. It could be something you hear. The universe, your higher self, is going to find ways where you have the least amount of resistance to bring something to your awareness. So sometimes it's auditory. I'm very visual. So most of my awareness of my emotions is a visual experience, but it can, it can be any of those things. And it's going to be surprising. You're going to, it's going to be the opposite of what your brain has been telling you. And it will be a complete surprise. Okay. Okay. Great questions, by the way. Those are, that was really good. Thank you very much. Yeah. And keep me posted. I want to know how it goes. Okay. I will. And then how do you fix a leak? Oh, a leak? Well, this particular one, go have some fun. You're too serious. Okay. That's easy. I can do that. You <laughs> can? Okay. I don't totally believe you. Oh, really? Yeah. I do. I heard it. I was like, she's down. I think yeah. she's totally well, down for it. Because yesterday I just started dancing to some okay, music. Okay, good. And I was just thinking, Benny's wow, right. this is so much fun. So. Yeah, good. Okay. You go dance the night away. That's right. You just That's keep that up. Good job. Day. Good job. Thanks, Benny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I don't know why so you didn't hear I heard her right uh, away. She popped right in. I know. I just didn't believe her. <laughs> mm, okay. I might have to have a little chat with you after the show. Yeah, exactly. 877. <laughs> 825-8828 for the Marie Manucherry show. And let's take, uh, looks like it's going to be uh, Tatiana calling in from uh, the Ballard area. Hi, Tatiana. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes, we can. How Are you oh, hiding oh. in a bathroom somewhere? Yeah, right. I sure am. I'm <laughs> yeah. so thankful you guys got to me Atta right girl. now. Okay, are you at work? Shh. Yes, I'm okay. I'm a dental assistant. Oh, Thank you. you got to clean your teeth, too. Yeah, we you understand. Know, I, 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 I go to the dentist often, and so I just love dental hygienists. <laughs> I really awesome. do. They're the sweetest Yay. people on the planet. So what can I do for you? Oh, wait. Where'd she go? Uh-oh. Did we lose Tatiana <gasps> oh, no. again? The signal in the bathroom. we got to get her back. Okay. We'll she's get coming her back. back. Uh, okay. She's hiding from work. we got to get her I know, her right? Work. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at? Uh, <laughs> Heather. Uh, Heather from Minnesota. We'll take Heather. Oh, Hello. Minnesota. Hi, Heather. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Does it feel like your state just kind of went like, what happened? Kind of like <laughs> ours a few months ago. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Cause, definitely. Because mm. I know a lot of Minnesota people and they're like calm and happy mm. and very friendly. Uh, of course, I've never been to the state and, you know, met people who, who are currently living there. But I mean, yeah. this has got to be shocking mm-hmm. for Minnesota people. Right. Hello. Are we dropping people? I think we're dropping. I was going to ask you. I think it's it's the system. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll just go back. Uh, What do we got here? Patty, uh, line three. Well, who do we have? Oh, my gosh. Heather, are you there? I'm here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Weird. Okay. Oh, I know why. I think it's because we need to work on our thing. Courtney, yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. That might be it. So what can I do for you? You can hear me? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry about that. Okay. No, no problem. Uh, Yeah, it's been very jarring. um, Yeah, I'm so sorry. To to be here and, um, like, just with everything that's happened. I know. I I, I spoke with you a couple months ago when I was transitioning from New Jersey to Minnesota. Oh, wow. um, And decided to 
um, definitely move here. And yeah. I actually left here to go back to New Jersey to get my belongings like two days before everything happened. Crazy. And, um, yeah. And so then everyone was like, why are you going back to Minnesota? When I was like <laughs> packing up in New Jersey. <laughs> I'm like, because that's where home is now. Yeah. I mean, that's where I'm going. Right. And, and I think, you know, your state is just is kind of like a blueprint of what we all need to be doing, what every state needs to be doing. I, I personally think we should be defunding or taking away millions and millions of dollars from the police forces around the country if they misbehave. They have officers that don't respond appropriately, and we should be putting it into our community like we used to. Yeah. So yeah. So you're just this beautiful sure. blueprint, you know, of of what we need to do. And um, so, what else can I do for you? Yes, um, I just wanted a, a general reading of how my energy looks. Okay. Um, and um, and also if um, uh, about know about my spirit guides, just how many oh, okay. you, you see you for have me, s- and that's. You know, I'm surprised by the number of spirit guides that you have. You, um, not the quantity, but yes, because it's a metaphor for me. You have seven spirit guides, which means that, mm. that you need to, in my opinion, not think so much. Mm. Does that make sense <laughs> to you? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm a thinker. Totally right. a thinker. So seven is the most spiritual number on earth. It's a very high vibrational energy. So it's a huge compliment that you have seven spirit guides, but it means that you can't think because you have all this beautiful spiritual energy around you. You need to be experiencing that and learning from that and allowing that to lead the way versus your mind. Mm-hmm. And people who have seven spirit guides are typically really good thinkers. Like, you know, like they just go to town with it. It's so fun for them, but mm-hmm. it's not really helping you. Not really. <laughs> Okay, that's, okay. That's, that's very, that's awesome. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for calling and, in. Oh, and, yes. And just a general reading, oh, okay. like just how my energy looks. Well, everything looks lovely. I don't see a leak anywhere. I would like to see more energy in the throat, the heart chakra, the solar plexus, and the second. So you're taking in beautifully from the first chakra and the seventh and the sixth, but the rest of them, there's no leaks, which is great, but not a lot of activity. So maybe when you think less, we'll see more energy moving into your body. Okay. Okay. All right. That's awesome. Thank you, Thank so, you so much. much have a lovely. Great to talk to you again. You too, and have a lovely day in Minnesota. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry about that. Uh, we're working on our phone. So oh, good. Yeah. Because we have a new system. Yeah, and so I have to lock it in here before oh. Courtney picks it up in the other room. If not, it goes back into her room. So I'm like, where does <laughs> where everybody did it go? go? Right, exactly. They, they're all disappearing. Yeah. yeah. Well, we are in eclipse energy, everybody. So eclipses, they bring mm-hmm. things to light. Right. They shine light in the darkness, and they're pretty mischievous yeah. i think eclipses are mischievous energy right so if you, tatiana you from ballard is still listening <gasps> no not yet but I've, there's a line open now okay. so she has an so opportunity tatiana if yeah. you can get back in the bathroom we we're ready for you right we'll do that we're so sorry <laughs> we're um, so sorry but until the meantime we'll take patty calling in from seattle hi patty okay. hi guys how are you doing we're good yes we're great good. how are you i'm good maria i've been uh, following you you know for a while since i um years ago about my daughter for her pain and then i was at your last east west Oh, so thank you for all you do. Well, you're very welcome. And thank you for doing all those things with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, so I I really like the plant segment today. Um, I'm interested in knowing more about my spirit guide, uh, especially during this time. I'm having a hard time focusing. I think it's the, you know, the empath piece. I, I, I am a, like a social worker type and also well, a political activist. Well, could you activist. please quit your job? 
So, so I already wrote, I wrote out your energy and your, right. your psychic energy is on fire right now. So you're very insightful right now, like off the charts. And, and, and I think when you're an empath, like you are, that's why I want you to quit social work. There are certain people in the world who are meant to learn the art of compassion. You already have that down. People who already are compassionate should not be social workers because you, you're just reusing this one skill that you've learned so beautifully. You're, you're not really allowing yourself to learn other skills that are highly necessary for you to be in alignment with your whole incredible being. You know what I mean? Yes. So you need to quit that job, please, um, if you're still working it. And and I, I would encourage you to study uh, intuition and psychic abilities and start working in the world that way. I think that's the next step for you. Okay. And um, can you tell me, would you mind telling me, I, I, I really loved, again, the plant segment because when I'm trying to consider uh, or connect with my guides, I never really have any particular, you know, visceral sense, but nature, and I really loved your um, online a group I attended that too, but with the tree meditation that was so beautiful. Oh, I always the you. trees I can always connect with, but in terms of uh, so getting a better connection generally with my spirit guides, could you tell me about that? You have to get out of your heart chakra. So you cannot be a social activist and a social worker and learn how to connect to the universe because the universe is extremely wow. neutral. The universe does not look down and go, oh, I can't believe all the things that are happening in the world right now. The universe looks down and goes, Oh, wow, look at all these incredible opportunities for transformation. So the universe is neutral. And when you are in your heart chakra, which you are as an empath, feeling everything that's not even happening to you, but it's happening to others, you will not be able to easily connect to the divine. It's going to be very challenging for you to hear your guides. Be ah, aware of your higher self. You got to get out of your heart chakra. Got to leave it alone. It's You have a beautiful, huge vortex there, which means you're empathetic. You do not need to learn compassion for others. You need to learn self-compassion, but you have to learn to let go. That's what old souls are here for. Surrender, get out of the way, let go. And it doesn't mean you won't do good things. Like I have been, you know, sending small amounts to uh, people who are running on the Democratic ticket in the South for a couple years now. It's just my way of helping, you know. So you find ways that are fun for you or interesting, but they're not going to be taxing to your emotional body. In empathic people, until they can learn to be neutral, which could take years, they need to detach from their heart chakra. Okay. okay. And, and would you mind telling me a little bit more about my guides? I, I how, how are the phone lines? How are we doing? Oh, we're, well, we got plenty, but. Okay. Um, well, you have nine, which means that you're not going to have too much time here on earth. And I don't mean right now, but I mean, like, in in future <laughs> lifetimes, this isn't going to be your destination. You're going to go, huh, I don't think I want to go back to the contractual time-space reality. I want to go someplace else. So you're getting kind yeah, of sick and tired of the earthly realm. <laughs> okay? Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much, and thank you for participating in all the fun things that we do. Thank you, Marie. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks uh, very much. I think we have time for one more. Oh, great. Yeah, we do, we do. And we're going to take while well, I lock it in so we don't lose them this time. It's all my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret Mary from New Jersey. Hi, Margaret Mary. Hi. Hey. Hi, Margaret Mary. How are How you? How are you? I've been listening to you and friends on, with, on Facebook. Oh, thank How are you? you. I am great. I'm having so much fun. I'm just... I, it was really good. It was a really good show today. I was 
Oh, thank I just you. I the plant segment myself. Oh, Rachel will love that. Raquel, I mean, will love Raquel that. Is. She will love that. So you what guys can... are so great. You do so much good for everybody. <laughs> I, I, I just love listening to you. And I never called in. This is the first Ooh, time. Ooh, congratulations. So first time, long time. I'm a little bit nervous. But... I know. It is nerve-wracking. No, I'm nervous when I go have a reading. In fact, I kind of cheat. I see mostly astrologers and, yeah. um, and, and a, of course, a, a tarot reader. And I always pre-read what they're going to tell me. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh Which is cheating. It's cheating. Yeah. And luckily, I you know, um, they they uh, read me better than I read what they're going to tell me. <laughs> so I'm always surprised, which is lovely. So what can I do for you uh, today? Well, I feel like I'm very connected. Myself, you are to the universe, to the yeah. universe, and spirituality, and spirits, and all of that. Angels. I I I know that you probably know that I did lose my daughter nine years ago, Allie. Oh. And she's always with me, and I just. Oh. I feel her all the time. Congratulations. I, Isn't that the best feeling in the world? It to is. Just, like I get feeling that she's with me and I'll take it's a photo. Amazing. She was very connected to her phone and I see visions <laughs> of her. I, like, I really do. I, I'm so I proud of you. Nuts. No, 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 no. I'm so proud of you because that's the way it's supposed to be. People on the other side can see us effortlessly. They can read our minds. They, they know what we're thinking. Yes, they can watch us have sex if they want to. You know, like <laughs> there's really nothing that they can't observe or understand about what we're experiencing or going through. And the other side is excited for human beings to awaken, which right now on the planet, even though it seems pretty chaotic, we're, we're actually going through a major awakening. And in that mm-hmm. awakening, more and more people are going to be able to have experiences like you have, because just because someone leaves their body doesn't mean our relationship ends. No, it doesn't. I've had I've had too many experiences to know that that that's the truth. They are I'm so proud of you. I'm 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 of course sorry for your loss. And at Thank the same you. yes, and at the same time, I'm so incredibly proud of you because that's what we want to do is get to a place where no no matter if we can physically see something or not, we know that it's there. We trust it, and we allow yeah. ourselves to continue a bond. That is so crucial and important for all of us. It's just, and hopefully we'll be together again. Another, well, of course you at will. Another time. Of course, there's no doubt in my mind. But she likes, she Can loves. I have a general reading she loves it. too, Marie, of my energy. If you well, have time. yeah, I already wrote out your. I always write out the energy as I'm um, talking to all of you. Your energy looks amazing. You have a pass through in the second or the third, which means the energy's not staying as long in those two vortexes, and and then it moves out. But overall, your energy looks great. In fact, it's really time for you. To have a career in the spiritual realm. Yeah. So, I took one of your courses. I took um, the course about uh, passing the veil. Oh, fun. Like fun. Yeah. Fun. So pick something that you like that gets you excited and turns you on and go study it. Practice it. Practice it with your friends, whatever it might be, because um, I think you're meant to have a career in the non-physical realm. Really? Like yeah. that, though? Just like what? Like well, that? Well, you got like, to feel your feelings and see which things inspire you which things turn you on and benny's playing the music so i have to go yeah we gotta let you go thanks margaret mary for joining us yes. from New Jersey. thank you everyone i'm sorry tatiana that hopefully she'll call in next week um i have priorities for that okay yes great. she's first out the gate i've <laughs> okay. already instructed Courtney to get a letter through okay great thank you everyone for listening thank you raquel for being on the show first um part of our segment today and joyful blessings everyone be safe out there be happy and be nice to each other Bye-bye for now.